right. Welcome back to the big program. Coming up to 8 o'clock in Edmonton, um, Kevin Carey show with our Thursday co-host, Ladislav Schmid, who just 10 seconds walked into the studio. That, that's timing, Laddie. That's timing. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's coming in hot. <laughs> no, no, that's the old, uh, there was an old, you remember Brian Hall, the old radio guy yeah. in town? His, his words of advice, never run to a microphone. No. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be out of breath, right? Yeah. Well, I am a little bit, but <laughs> should do uh, my breathing exercise. Well, uh, you just wanted to get one more set with uh, on the bench press in this morning or what? No bench press for me. What'd you do? All kind of stuff. Like what? Like, well, let's hear what you did. What did you do this morning? I don't know. Single X squats, uh, incline press. Um, what else? I did some core exercises. Uh, yeah. All kind of. Like, I do full body. <laughs> you gotta be I don't re- cheat it. You got to be ready for the game today. Yeah. Yeah. Flyers. The Flyers. Okay. <laughs> Torts? No, I thought your game. At noon. Oh, my game. <laughs> I thought Flyers watching. <laughs> I thought maybe you're. Oh, shimmy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could probably wake up at 1 a.m. and go to the game. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, take down the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time now for On the Mark, powered by Booster Juice. Uh, Download the uh, new Booster Juice Rewards app today to start earning berry points for delicious nutritional smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through the day as we welcome in Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet. Uh, Spec, did you make it to the gym this morning like Laddie? I did not make it to the gym this morning, no, but I've got a little bit of work done if that's worth anything. Well, it is. It is. It's a little difference, you know, like being a pencil pusher and, and, you know, doing the, what did you call them, Laddie? The what? Reverse leg squat? What? No, single lat. Single lat. Single Single lat squat. Oh, single, whatever. Well, I mean, he makes us look Uh, bad. Yeah, it it, it looks like a lot of guys around here work out. Man, Speck, I didn't think we'd be getting it right off the hop, did you? No. Oh, Speck, oh Spe- you're both in great shape. athletes into our world hmm. right here. Did you hear that, Speck? Laddie said both of us are in fantastic physical condition. You look both, you both look good for, you know, consider your age. Yeah, we're the same age, right, Speck, I think, aren't we? Laddie, you're talking yourself into a hole here. <laughs> <laughs> now you do look good, Speck. I saw you not long ago, so... <laughs> Uh, how was your uh, travel day yesterday, Spec? Oh, just fine. Yeah, easy to get in here to Philly. Looking forward to it. Philly's a, it's a funny town right now because mm-hmm. it's you know it's all about the Phils, who are playing. Uh, I think a later game tonight in Arizona. It'd be three o'clock. Um, yeah, three o'clock Edmonton oh, it's a three time. Three o'clock game. I'm sorry, yeah. it's an earlier game. So yeah. they'll play early, and then the Flyers are later. Um, you know, it's a tough place to be the Flyers right now. You got the Eagles, of course. You got the Phillies. You know, one round away from the World Series. Uh, and the Flyers are trying to make their way, so I'm not seeing a whole bunch of Flyers talking this town quite yet, <laughs> <Yeah>. boys. <laughs> you, you, you imagine being the Flyers, um, you know, calm staff and ownership group or whatever, so they have their schedule out, and then the Phillies comes out. Uh, they're playing game number two of the NLCS on their home opener. Game number three today is against the Oilers. Uh, so they'll overlap. It's a five o'clock Philadelphia start time. Oilers are seven thirty Philadelphia. So it's a tough, tough game if you're the Flyers, uh, for sure. What do you make of this one tonight, Spec? Well, I think Edmonton's going well, and these are the games. You know, I know you only, you only get one crack at the Philadelphia Flyers, 
And uh, if you look down their roster, uh, that's, you know, the, when you sit back in the summer and start to tick off the teams that you expect to get two points from, Philly is right near the top of the list. This is not a playoff team. There is absolutely no chance they're in the playoffs this year. Uh, they are in a full redo here in Philly. So, you know, this isn't this. I mean, I'm sure you're going to Laddie would know more about this than me. I'm sure that they'll spend some time pre-scouting the Flyers as mm-hmm. they always do. But this is about how the Oilers play. If the Oilers play as well as they played in Nashville, they'll get two points out of this building tonight. Oh, I totally agree. But, you know, it's beginning of the season. Everybody is full of energy. You know, you, you know how it is. Those games could be dangerous. And, you know, Torts is going to squeeze every little, you know, last yeah. piece out of that team. You know, that they, they know what they are and they know they have to work. So, mm-hmm. you know, Edmonton better be ready to compete against them because they're going to compete yeah. hard. Uh, Spec, we just had uh, John Buchigras on, who's calling the game for ESPN tonight. He feels 100% that Jack Campbell starts in goal tonight. Uh, yesterday, we talked about that. Uh, you're not exactly 100% sure yourself, Spec. What say you today? Well, nobody's sure. The only guy that's sure is Woodcroft and Schwartz and, and the goalie, whoever's, you know, the two goalies. Uh, I'll find out at practice mm-hmm. here in a couple hour and a half or so. Uh, if, but so let's make this clear to everybody out there. We're all guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing Skinner. I think Skinner gets a start tonight because I think we're at the point in the season where they need to get his game together. Jack Campbell in one good start pushed his save percentage from 750 to like 915. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks a lot better on paper, and everybody feels a lot better when your save percentage starts with nine than seven. And I think you got to give Skinner that chance now to have a good game, get his season going, wash away the last couple of games he's played that have been pretty average. Um, I think you give Skinner a chance to get going here. I, I agree, but going back even to preseason, I don't want to make a big deal out of the preseason, but if you look at Jack Campbell's stats – he had one bad game in like what four or five outings. He was mm-hmm. uh, he allowed one goal in each of his even preseason games th- that I saw. I think yesterday, mm-hmm. and then the one bad game he had, the team didn't really show up in front of him, and they mm-hmm. let him out the dry. Uh, I I agree. You need to give Skinner Skinner a chance to to put his game together, but I think. Jack Campbell deserved back-to-back starts okay. at this point. That's that's my view. So so what what Spec and I were talking, Laddie, and, and Spec, I think you can jump in here too, is that what if this was um, communicated and scripted to both goalies and the team? We're going to go one 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 to start the season. You got you got it. Then you stick with your plan. Okay. Yeah. If if that was a plan all along, sure, I'm all for it. But yeah. but if it wasn't, and you know, just. This is this, this is me talking. Mm-hmm. I would go with Jack Campbell if there wasn't a plan yeah. like prior to this. Spec, I think I think we're for sure going to get to the point where the guy who plays real well takes the next start. Where we go start by start and say, you know, if you lose, we change, and if you win and play real well, you get a second start. We're going to get there this year. I think that's how the season's going to go. I just don't think we're there yet. Mm. I don't think we've given. You know, I, I think you got to get both goalies. What do they say? Up and running. Uh, mm. You got to get both guys some confidence. You got to get both guys some good starts under their belt, and then we enter into that phase where you earn your next start. I don't think we're there yet. Mm. 
Um, Spec, we were uh, touching yesterday on the play of Warren Fogle and how he kind of, uh, and this line has played together before with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, uh, in little spurts and little smaller sample sizes. But, you know, it's really changed the dynamic and how things can kind of look here when you set up three lines. So just your thoughts on, on, on that threesome kind of moving forward here tonight. Well, it's interesting. Like, I think what I see is in the past, whenever this team put Drysaddle and McDavid together on the same line, the underneath of that line never got much done. You know, we question, can Ryan Nugent Hopkins effectively center his own line here, second line? Uh, are there enough wingers to go around? You know, can is there going to be any support scoring below that line? And all of a sudden, what we saw the other night for sure was, yes, there was plenty of support scoring underneath that line. Uh, Hyman and Nuge and, and now Fogel on that line, that's pretty good second line, and it allows you to put the two big boys together, which is the best first line in hockey. So it's, you know, the depth on this team gives me a different look at the strategy of putting the big guys together. It's, it's not what it was two, three years ago. And, you know, if a guy like Fogel has the kind of year you've been looking for from him, uh, maybe he's not a third-line player. Maybe he's a second-line player, guys. Go ahead, Laddie. Do you see maybe I, I, a little more balance, or where do you see it? I, I, I definitely see some hope there, but, uh, you know, it was just a one game. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, so, but yeah. uh, back to Spack's uh, point of view, yeah, I, I, see, I see some hope. And if, if they want to, let's be honest, if they want to push for a Stanley Cup, they need that because when you look at, you know, teams like Vegas, that's how they won the Stanley Cup. Like, good goaltending, mm-hmm. and they, they were really, really deep. And, you know, so if Oilers want to have some kind of chance, it can't just rely on the top line, especially in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, Spec, do you see, um, I mean, I think the defense pairings would probably stay kind of like the way they are for now, but, I mean, you were talking about getting a guy up and going. Maybe is there a opportunity here where, like, Vinny DeHarnay kind of draws in at some point? Do you think? Well, I think, you know, the, the coach is walking the balance here between two things. He's got Vinny DeHarnay wants, sure, you want to get him playing. The guy's been sitting around for three games. Uh, Bro, if Broberg keeps playing well as a young defenseman, you don't want to take him out. Mm-hmm. Like, but here's this is the whole plan is let's turn Broberg into a defenseman here. Yeah. So he's played pretty well for three games. You don't just pull him out to play some other guy. So the other side of the coin is inevitably a defenseman is going to get nicked up and get hurt, and Darnay is going to get his time. No one's hoping for an injury, but in the meantime, you know, if two things happen, if there's no injury and Broberg keeps playing really well, I'm going to ask you guys, how do you get Darnay into this lineup? Laddie, do you have to go eleven? Uh, you know, eleven. I seven. I don't like the seven defenseman, yeah. man. I I don't <laughs> like it, but. But I'm with you, Laddie. Yeah, I'm right. Like it, it just messes things up. But, but they invested in Proberg. You know, they they have to write him while he's while he's hot. He's playing well. Give him some confidence. He's a still young defenseman, and you know, there's a I think big upside in him. So if he's playing well, I don't see a point to take him out of the lineup at this point. But you're going to have to give some reps to Deharnay. And I think he's going to get them. Like, somebody's going to get banged up, you know, mm-hmm. here or there. Yeah. Maintenance day, you know, whatever you want to call it. And he's going to get his minutes. But at this point, I would just keep it as this. Um, Spec, do you want to kind of touch on um, the uh, 
I guess, special teams angle. I mean, the power play looks, again, just as deadly as it did. But, I mean, it's, again, only three games. Right, Laddie? Yeah, I know, but, but it's, it looks but, like sometimes it looks like a cheat code. It's like, <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. I Thank God I'm out of the league. I, you don't have to deal with that. Like, I would have another neck surgery because you have to always, like, look left and right behind you. Like, these guys are, are deadly, and it's, it's honestly a treat to watch. Yeah, and, and Speck, I mean, do you think teams like I mean you just you could just feel Nashville the other night going oh man here we go, and I mean it's going to be the same thing tonight again I would imagine with Philadelphia Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean the power play can carry this team. Mm-hmm. What what you like to see is a team that where the power play augments the offense. It isn't all of the mm-hmm. offense. So yeah. uh, no, you know we could sit and talk for three segments about mm-hmm. how good the power play is. It's obviously great. I want to point out to you, boys, while we're on the topic of special teams, however, that the Edmonton Oilers are 58.3% on the penalty kill, which is 32nd in the NHL. That's so bad, maybe we, maybe the topic on special teams shouldn't always be about uh, the Oilers raising their arms in the air. Maybe it should be about the other team raising their arms in the air a little bit too often so far. Well, Laddie, you were on the PK unit. Come on now. Uh, yeah, that's it's still early in the season, but yeah, like – Penalty kill is huge, you know. Uh, not sure what's going on there, but obviously, like, I I, I always took a lot of pride in killing penalties. Yeah. It is, uh, you know, you just don't toss guys out there. You know, yeah. you got to be thinking the game. You have to have good habits, good stick, you know, stop and starts, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure they're going to get it going, you know. Yeah. They they have Egholm now back. That That's going to help big time, you know, to, to kind of calm it down back there and, um, they, I, I'm very confident they're gonna get it going. Yeah. Just, just have a had a rough start with all the technology videos and you know, kind of breaking it down. What's going on? What is what the issue is? I'm, I, I have full confidence they're gonna get it going. Yeah, that that percentage. That's t- I mean, you give up that's, three and then one one, right? So if yeah. you can just go a game here, spec, and not give up any, yep. and then that percentage uh, jumps bu- yep. jumps up. Hey, spec, do you get to go to like? Like after the morning skate, you go back to the room. I know how it works, and you're you're doing your prep work and everything. Do you, do you grab like a Philly cheese uh, steak sandwich for the room, or what? How, what do you do? I would. Oh, there's a there's a good spot right across from a hotel, uh, the Reading s- Transit Station or something like yeah. that. And there's all kinds of booths and kiosks and places to eat. So I'll go. I'm like any other guy. Go grab a sandwich. Mm. You know, probably take a walk around town today. Mm-hmm. I would think. Well, go what a made it work. Come back later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Philly uh, you know, oh my it's, God. A, it's a beautiful day in Philly. Why wouldn't you take a walk? In fact, a guy's probably going to want to watch a little baseball. I won't go to the pub and watch it because no. I got a game tonight. But I'll certainly keep an eye on the baseball game this yeah. afternoon. What time do you say it starts? Okay, it'll be five o'clock your time. Yeah, so I'll be going to the rink by then. Yeah, you'll be able to watch uh, it in the media lounge and things like they'll have. Yeah, that's right um, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Philly's a good place to work. It's a fun place to be. They mm. love their hockey. Well, uh, and they like a good scrap here still, even mm-hmm. from the 70s. So yeah. uh, let's hope we get some action tonight. And, you know, uh, from the Rocky movies, uh, Burt Young passed away overnight. So, you know, yeah. big time in Philadelphia, you know, for sure. I saw that. That's right. I don't know. I don't know much about Burt Young uh, other than he was uh, Adrian's brother. Yeah, in Rocky, <laughs> right? all the Rockies. And he was also in Back to School Spec. Oh, was he? Okay, I couldn't have told you that. <laughs> no, so. We're kind of t- we're trying to get Duke on to watch back to school with Rodney Dangerfield, but it's not hop- not happening. So 
anyway. How old is that movie? Back to school. I'm going to talk to you about it in a little bit. We got to cut loose. Older than it. Carrie has for Pete's sake. That's how Rodney old Dangerfield, man. I think it's in black. I think it's in black and white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, thanks, Beck. I, I, I know you're traveling tomorrow, so we'll probably see you at the rink on Saturday, and then we'll speak on the air on Monday. Thanks for doing this, bud. Sounds good. Thanks, Gav. See you, laddie. See ya. Bye. That is Mark Spector for On The Mark, uh, powered by Booster Juice, uh, energized by Booster Juice, fueled by Booster Juice. Uh, get the boost you need at Booster Juice. When we come back, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid on Sports 1440. We will uh, check in with Frank Saravalli from the Daily Faceoff and our Mr. Rooter headliner of the day. Stay with us. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> We got to. I don't think we can take breaks anymore with Laddie in the in the studio because that's just the way it goes. It's it's pure entertainment for two hours. Uh, time now for our headliner of the day, brought to you by Mister Rooter Plumbing. All Mister Rooter. Uh, you know what? They're just sports fans uh, like the rest of us, and glad that Sports Talk Radio is back. And they only employ the finest organic grain fed, grain fed free range plumbers. For all your uh, plumbing needs, go to Mister Rooter. Dot com as we uh, welcome in our headliner from the Daily Faceoff, Frank Saravalli. Uh, morning, Frank. Uh, just assuming you're in Philadelphia, you didn't go to Arizona to watch the Phillies, did you? No. Oh. Can't go to Arizona. <laughs> the Oilers are in town today. I know, but you're the good luck charm for the Phillies. Every time you go, they just they just rip the cover off the ball and... They are seven and one in the postseason and six and zero oh at home. So knock on something. Right. Knock on something. I'm cheering for Phillies now too. So you, you turn Laddie. You it. turn Laddie into a Phillies fan, yep. Frank. The vibes have been immaculate. Get on board the train. Yep, <laughs> I'm on the board. <laughs> He's on, um, but it's it's just been wilder. Like you know, we've had we had John Butchigross on at seven twenty. We just had Spec on and. It's just the, the vibe and everyone, everything that uh, everyone is talking about in, in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, Butchie is here for tonight's game. Is that right? Yeah, Butchie's doing the play-by-play for ESPN. Uh, AJ Molesco's doing color. And Speck, I gave him some restaurants and bars to hit last night, so hopefully he's he nah. was uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed today. He said that he was going across the street to some strip mall to pick up a, a Philly steak uh, cheese sandwich. When you said strip mall, I was like, the first word strip, I was like, open that strip first. Well, yeah. well he what sounded a, way, a little hungover. Oh, that's that's exactly, and he, and he said he's traveling back tomorrow, so he's not coming on tomorrow morning, Frank, so. Why um, wouldn't he spend an extra day in Philly? Well, that's spec. He's got to get back for Saturday's game against Winnipeg, laddie. Yeah, yeah, professional. professional yeah. So you must yeah. be looking forward to this one, Frank. Uh, you know, once a year you get uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl in town. Yeah, I know my my son is for sure. Um, you gotta you gotta take your your kids to see the all time greats. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think in general, people here for Oiler fans that are curious about the Flyers, even Flyer fans are not really sure what to make of this team this mm-hmm. year. You beat the Canucks in your home opener. You you know you beat the Blue Jackets last week and. Kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier uh, in, in our preseason talk about the Flyers is one thing you're never going to be short of with a John Tortorella team is work effort mm-hmm. and, and ethic. And that's certainly going to be something that rings through. They might lose. They're short on talent, but they compete. And in an 82-game slog where invariably teams take off a night or two here or there, you're going to catch some teams by surprise. And so – 
Um, I thought it was a great message. I don't know if you guys ended up seeing Rick Tockett's oh. post game uh, <laughs> with the Canucks the other night after they lost to the mm-hmm. Flyers. But he said, "Who are right. we to think that yeah. we don't have to work?" And I thought some of that probably rang rang true with the Oilers. Um, the first couple games of the year it was like, who are we to think that we can just waltz through this mm-hmm. season as talented as we are, and someone's just going to hand us a silver chalice? Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Saravalli from the Daily Faceoff is with uh, Karius Schmid on Sports uh, fourteen forty. Uh, you had a couple of articles, uh, Frank, on Daily Faceoff and and uh, you know across your uh, other platforms. Uh, first off, just wanted to touch on uh, where Evander, sorry, where Patrick Kane is. Uh, I guess in the mix with other teams uh, moving forward here in the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, so it's you're right on the timeline. Going to be a few weeks. Um, connected with his agent earlier this week, who said. Uh, definitely not before November. So there's still a bit of time. But I think where it begins to get really interesting is you talk to people who spend time around Patrick Kane, and, and what they'll tell you is he's already keeping a pretty close eye on a few teams. And there will be contenders that come out of the woodwork. This is a guy that, with cap space being so tight, he's not looking for a big ticket. It's going to be a one-year, $1 million type deal for mm-hmm. Patrick Kane that ends up bringing him in as he tries to chase what would be a fourth career Stanley Cup. And I threw out a couple teams, by no means an exhaustive list, but the hometown Buffalo Sabres are no surprise. Uh, They pick up uh, their first win of the season the other night, which was an important step forward for them to get on the board. Uh, The New York Rangers, I think there's mutual intrigue and interest after the trade last year, how well he fit into their culture and what they were trying to do. He just didn't have the health to get there and be a really, really mm-hmm. impactful player. And if you've seen him skate since that hip resurfacing surgery, which is such a big deal, we've seen guys still years later, Nicholas Backstrom and some others that are just not a shadow of themselves. Kane looks unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And and I saw people on social media saying to me, why are we even talking about Patrick Kane? He's done. He's washed mm-hmm. up. He's no good. Do you know? Count him out at your own peril. That guy... He loves hockey in a way that few others do. So I think he's going to get back to that showtime level. And the third team was a surprise to me, but maybe when you watch them score goals this year and you watch the start to the season that Kane's former teammate and Alex DeBrinket has, the Detroit Red Wings, he has some interest in in reuniting and connecting again with Alex DeBrinket, the two-time 40-goal scorer when he played with Kane Man, Detroit, after being in Chicago for so long, it would feel kind of like a knife in the heart. But those are a few teams to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Kane, man, I uh, honestly, bring a guy like that on a one-year, one-million contract, what a – that's – you know, just forget the on-ice stuff. Yeah. I think the off-ice stuff too, the world of uh, experience, he comes into the locker room um, – Tino, like, mm-hmm. you can't match that. And you said he loves hockey, right? I watched some of the videos, how he skates. The determination, the 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 time he put into recovery, I, I feel like he can still help teams. Mm-hmm. Out of those three teams, I would probably like to see him most on Rangers. Yeah. In my, you know, like I love watching Buffalo. It's his home team, but mm-hmm. like Rangers, like I think they're the closest they 
you know, to be a cup contender, they deep team, strong team, really good goaltending. I think Patrick Kane could help them. And like you said, healthy Patrick Kane is totally different animal than he was at the end of last year. Hey, Frank. I'm going to make you a bet. I'm going to bet you that if Patrick Kane comes back this year, however many games he plays, he will be at or above a point-per-game pace. Uh, Frank, Frank, is there any, any possible way that he would entertain coming north of the border? Either, <laughs> let's just say, Edmonton or Toronto. Any chance? You got to send uh, Duncan Keith out on, on the PJ, yeah. on, on, the, on Air Cates, and, and uh, send him on a, a scouting mission. You know, he would love is to it see possible? Him I mean, if, if I were in Patrick Kane's shoes and I were, even as a, a proud American mm-hmm. sitting there saying, you know, this opportunity in Buffalo to get my hometown team back into the playoffs for the first time in forever, ending the NHL's longest playoff drought, as enticing as that would be, I'm not pandering to your market. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if someone said to me, you can come play in Edmonton's top six, I'd have a really hard time saying no. Mm. And even if you're not that enthused about the idea of playing in Edmonton, it, we're talking about seven months. Yeah. Mm. Who, I, I, you can do anything for that long. I mean, I, it if would be. I, ha- I happen to like Edmonton. Yeah. I'll be there next week again. I would. I'll bet you. Any, if if he were to come up to Edmonton, he he could have Daryl Cates' house for the seven months. I, I walk by it. I, I live right by Daryl Cates' house, yeah. and it's empty. So, yeah. uh, well, you know, he would probably well, wait, maybe <laughs> he can, consider it. He can move in with you, lad. Yeah, I can bill it him if he... <laughs> I'll, I'll vacate my house. I'll go Airbnb for seven months. <laughs> no, but honestly... I mean... I what's forgot more about enticing Dun- than that? Yeah, like 20, I mean, I mean Duncan... with 97 and 29? Yeah. Like, he would be a legend forever. Can you imagine coming here, helping the Oilers win the Stanley Cup? They would probably build a statue for him too. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything. You know, if he were to come here, that would be unprecedented. As like, far like, as like, like the greats yeah. love to play with other greats, right? Mm-hmm. So, it it would kind of make sense. Well, Frank, there you go. Well, we just kind of threw something out yeah. there, and maybe yeah, it'll get throw some. Throw it legs. out into the ether, and we'll see what comes back. To start yeah. start getting it going on Twitter. Like let's let's get, let's get a train to go and yeah. uh, you know fans will jump this on it. This is so different than what it was last year when you know I think if you're the Oilers and you see these two guys in Kane and Taves come available at mm-hmm. the deadline, you you've got to rejig your cap space. You've got to trade an asset to get these guys. Now it's just a pure free agent play mm-hmm. and anyone can come up with a million dollars in cap space. Mm-hmm. Like. It's really not hard to do. Would they at least inquire about the possibility oh, of it? I mean, to, I, I can't imagine mm. not making that phone call. Yeah, have to. Maybe Duncan Keith is on the PJ right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> As we speak. Uh, Frank Saravalli is our uh, headliner of the day for Mr. Reuter. Daily face-offs. Frank Saravalli has he guests with us every Tuesday and Thursday on Sports 1440. Frank, you also had an interview with Taylor Hall. Uh Connor Bedard's uh, line mate, teammate. How did that uh, interview go? And uh, what did you learn from that new kind of uh, relationship in Chicago? Yeah, incredibly impressed with Taylor Hall. I think he's really, look, he's always been someone that's thoughtful and cares. But I think just talking to him, he feels like someone that's really at peace. You know, he was saying that this, this is his fifth team in five seasons. 
And it sounds kind of crazy for a guy that's won a heart trophy in that somewhat recent stretch that he'd be moving on to so many different places and that he'd have to sort of find a, a home and a role in, in all those markets. And he was saying five years ago, getting traded this past summer from contending team to uh, to a team toward the bottom of the standings without cup aspirations right now probably would have eaten him alive. Mm-hmm. And he just said he he feels like someone that's at peace. He's um, he's He just welcomed his first child into the world two weeks ago. Um, he said, I've got so many other things going on in my life, so many really good things. He's able to come to the rink and enjoy it and also park it there, which – when you're a number one overall pick, when you have the entire city of Edmonton looking at you mm-hmm. and you're hard on yourself, I'd imagine there's probably some times in the last 14 years that he's played in the NHL that he was in a pretty lonely place. Mm-hmm. So he's it's different now. He's not counted on to be the guy, and he can be a supporting piece to the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's also got a lifetime of, of lessons as a number one pick and having played with so many different ones to pass along to Connor Bedard that I also think Taylor Hall has some game left in him. Laddie, yeah. I totally agree. Um, I think he is, he's came a long way. Uh, I saw his interview yesterday uh, uh, too. Uh, he, he looks totally di- like a totally different guy. I think he has matured a lot. I think also, you know, speaking of no aspirations, uh, you know, the, the team mm-hmm. is in a full-on rebuild. I think he's embracing the role that he can support Connor Bedard. You know, be there for him, um, teach him things or two. And and yesterday during the interview, I what a veteran move, kind of like standing up for Connor Bedard, telling telling the media that it's uh, you know it can get overwhelmed. Though Connor Bedard is doing an excellent job. Mm-hmm dealing with media like in in the intermission but it's always Connor Bedard but he was kind of saying like can you lay off of him mm-hmm. like he's still 18 year old kid he wants to focus on hockey he doesn't you know let and you know let it out that how he feels yeah. probably inside but I, I can imagine it gets overwhelming yeah hey Frank did that kind of get brought up when you guys were talking because we addressed it you know last week uh, with you Frank about talking in the sense of you know, you were sort of, well, we need to promote the game and you have to have the stars yeah, be the stars. I went on so. my rant on Tuesday about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, it didn't come up because I talked to him last week after the first okay. game and that sort of had, hadn't all uh, transpired yet. But one thing that also stood out to me, and this actually brings it back to Edmonton, is he's helped this sort of next generational talent come into the league and Connor McDavid. But I think there's some real pain there in him not still being in Edmonton to see that through, mm-hmm. to see what he started mm-hmm. come to fruition. And that probably hurts. And and he's – Laddie, you mentioned he's comfortable in being in this spot helping Connor Bedard, but he also mentioned and verbalized really clearly, we don't have cup aspirations right now, mm-hmm. but I want to be here and be part of this core when we do. Yeah, And so – for a Chicago team that the last few years have made pretty much commitments to no one uh, outside of Seth Jones, which was even by a previous manager, the Hawks have like one player under contract in two years from now. Uh, Taylor Hall's on that short list mm-hmm. um, with Seth Jones, and that's 
kind of it. So wherever they're heading, Taylor Hall wants to be part of, and he wants to get it over the finish line this time as opposed to mm-hmm. being yeah. one of those guys that's sent away from Edmonton. Yeah, for sure. Hey, so, Frank, you get down to the rink early and watch the first uh, five innings or so on TV. How does it work for you tonight? Uh, we're going to have to figure that part out. I also <laughs> have uh, uh, another – TV commitment at Ooh. six, so we're gonna. There's a lot to squeeze in tonight. I'm gonna have to try and make it work. Oh man, oh man, yeah. I mean, you're no, no, no beverages tonight. <laughs> what about well, the Eagles now? Then you got the Eagles to worry about this weekend too. Yeah, we can. We'll we'll manage that. <laughs> man, the luckiest the late start on Sunday night. We'll make that happen. Luckiest guy in the world, Frank Saravalli, eh, laddie? Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm in it right right now. Jealous Philly sports. This is. We've had some dark times. This is not one of them. No. Well, are you? You're not coming to the Heritage Classic, are you? I am. Oh, yeah, I'm actually well, coming up. Uh, <laughs> coming up next week. I'll He's be everywhere there for five nights, and I'm actually bringing the whole fam. What? Wow. Are you um, BJing? Yeah, BJ too, probably. Hey, just full <laughs> ride. First time uh, that my uh, wife and kids are coming to Edmonton, oh, so they're really excited. That's amazing. Are you, are you going to go to the game as a family kind of thing, or? Yeah, we're gonna oh. go Thursday night too. Oh, great! That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we'll see All you. Fame you... game, the the Doug Wait game. Yeah, we we'll, we'll see you when you get into town here. Looking forward to it, guys. All right, yeah. that's uh, Frank Saravalli. Thanks very much, uh, Frank. Our uh, headliner of the day brought to you by Mister Rooter. There's a reason they call him Mister. For all your plumbing needs, go to MisterRooter.ca and make sure that you insulate those exposed pipes, laddie. It's that time of the year. Pipes in uh, unheated areas such as basements, crawl spaces, and attics. They need to be insulated to prevent freezing, laddie. All right, I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) If if not, I'll call them. (laughs) Uh, We've got some open time with laddie when we come back right after the break on Sports 1440. All right, welcome back to the big program. Uh, text coming in to one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. A lot about uh, Patrick Kane, and uh, so what do we? Did we start something here, Laddie? What do you think? We might have. We, we might, might have. have. But honestly, I was. I'm a big fan of Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. You know, he he uh, he caused many sleepless nights for me <laughs> as he was as he was dangling around me in the United Center but uh, always big fan I, I think he's a phenomenal player I think probably the best American in the in the history in the history yeah. in the NHL honestly like his skill level and there's some great American players I there's mean, some great don't on. get me wrong yeah. like some people might not agree but I got to play against him and wow you know what a player he's only he's coming 35 next month yeah but it feels like he's about 40 doesn't it you know because he's been around he's so been long. around for so long yeah. right since 18 right yeah yeah it's... 2007 was the first season so I mean here's a guy that's been around you know 16 years already three rings three rings um <laughs> Last year, so he had 16 goals and 29 assists in 54 games before he got traded to the Rangers. Then when he went to the Rangers, and again, he was not at even close to 100%. No. no not no. even remotely close. So he had uh, five goals, seven uh, assists in the 19 games in New York. So, <laughs> That's not bad either. Though. No. I mean, like, I mean <laughs> he's played 1,180 career games, laddie, and he's got 1,237 career points. I would honestly, it's such a low risk. It's such a low risk at, if it's at one million, mm-hmm. and the world, the, the the gain you can get, it's, you know, tell me another player that you can 
get at one million that can have a huge impact. And uh, I know the risks there. There oh, is some risk. I don't but, even know if there's any risk. But, but probably not. <laughs> like I'm just trying. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I. I. For me, it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty easy. But you know, he's American. He's proud American. He probably wants to be I, an American. I think he wants. You know, and I mean Buffalo but, to him, yeah. hometown. It would make sense, but I I would like to. But for, it, for a reason, I like the Rangers jersey too. Like he looks, he looks <laughs> I, you know, I can't disagree with anything you're saying. But for him, isn't he going? I want to win another Stanley Cup, right? Or B, I get to play with Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl. I honestly, like I mentioned before, usually the greats want to play with other greats, mm-hmm. so it would make sense. And we. I'm pretty sure Duncan Keith is still part of the Oilers. No, it's some capacity. He, yeah, or he would be kind some. of. I I would bet that he's been on the horn here. <laughs> he you should know. be. He yeah. should be. They should fly him out there. Seriously, if there's any little bit of chance, mm-hmm. why not? For Patrick sure. Kane. Oh my! I, I would I would start going regularly to the games. <laughs> I would start going regularly. regularly. Yeah, I would tell my wife. Yeah. yeah. You gotta you know, get to I know I, I know our budget for a year, but I'm well, expanding it because of the Oilers. But never mind, you already said that he could stay at your place. Exactly. Well, maybe I could get free tickets from him. <laughs> <laughs> Family discount. <laughs> um, text coming into one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty HVAC. Nick says uh, reunite Gagne and Kane finally. So, laddie, they played in London. London, I know they did. Before. They so, Gags could get on it, too. Gags would be here, too. Yes, he could get on that. Wow. I, I totally forgot about that. He's still got to get his yeah. uh, paperwork and visa and yeah, all that straight I've heard, I've heard yeah. that, yeah. Uh, when they were in uh, London together, Patrick Kane had 145 points. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Gagne had 118. Yeah. And some guy, Sergei Kostitsin, had 131. He was pretty good, too. <laughs> he was right? pretty good, too. That was, and that's under Dale Hunter. Dale Hunter. Dale yeah. Hunter was coaching. Man, that was a, they had 50 wins that year, 14 losses. That is a powerhouse team. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Um, Did they win? Oh, I can't. Duke, you're going to have to get on that. Did they win a Memorial Cup? I that do year? believe they yes. won a Memorial Cup, but I'll double check that for you. Man. Uh, but I mean, the money works. The where you slot him in works. Everything works. It's about him deciding. Well, no, I want to stay in the United States. Yeah. I. But as well, Frank, well, his right, like he's got family, mm-hmm. right? Too. But as Frank says, we're looking at seven six months, months seven, seven months. months. Yeah, like you, you probably want to win. No, at at this point uh, of your career, even though you got three, you always want to get the next one, right? Like as as you know, I'm I'm sure never won anything really, but I'm sure if you win one, you just chase it right year um, after year because it f- probably feels so good. Army Daryl always comes in and goes, "Does Patrick Kane play defense?" <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah, you can't please anyone, right? You know, he could probably play on the points on yeah. the power play. Well, sure. Um, Kane will go with Kachuk in Florida. Don't you never know? I don't know, but yeah, but. I mean, there's another place. I mean, they're a piece or two away, right? They went all the way to the final last year. They played the right way. Yeah. Like, they did play the right way during the playoffs. Like, it was a nightmare watching them just oh. just sitting in a, in a couch. They were just, they were on a mission. They were on a mission to, to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they they ran out of gas to to the much deeper team. Yeah. I just, again, isn't it, when you're a player in that stature, 
and you can decide wherever you want to go. Must be nice. Eh? Oh, like, okay, first of all, they're not, not just those three teams that Frank mentioned. Because let's be honest, no one would say that Buffalo and Detroit right now are a cup contender this year. Probably yeah, not. Probably not. You never know. I mean, no one said Florida was last year either, right? Yeah. Okay. Like but never you know. never know. Yeah. But you would say the Rangers are. I would say they're much closer, yeah. Yeah, okay. I so, like Rangers. So now we, we haven't even discussed the top four or five contenders where he has the opportunity, if he so chooses, to go to, yeah. like a Colorado. Like, Col- yeah. I mean. Colorado is, yeah, that's like. Vegas. West West is so. It's going to be tough, it's tough to tough get, out of, to get west, out, yeah. out of, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, Colorado. Well, who is on the east? Well, I mean, Carolina, probably. Carolina. One. Could he go there? Uh, he, he could go wherever he yeah. wants. Yeah, That's the thing. You know? he, yeah, I mean, Carolina is another team fun to watch. They're well coached. Um, I mean, Toronto, again, that's why I said the two teams north of the border. Toronto is a favorite for sure. I, I have a tough time cheering for Toronto. Every, so everyone does. Stay, stay away from Everyone them. does. Yeah. What did, hey, when you played and, and during warm-up in Edmonton, okay, so now because the, no one's in their seats yet, and, and Montreal too to that extent, yeah. all the fans would come down to the glass around warm-up and kind of be down there because they could. Yeah. What was that like to see in uh, in Edmonton, right? You know, a so lot it, of Toronto fans. A lot and Montreal. And Montreal, yeah. So what was that like off. in warm-up? Yeah. It was pissing me off. Sure. Yeah. Shouldn't be allowed down there. No. No, well, but... You got that, a ticket, you can go down, hey? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to the Edmonton fans to, <laughs> well. to tell them to beat it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's... Kind of weird, but it is yeah. what it is. But there. it's I think it's nice. I, I know you're just kind of kidding, but yeah, I'm kidding. The yeah, kid, and they're all kids. A lot of them are kids, and they want to. They have they're the supporting. Signs. They're, they're yeah. supporting their team, and I I respect that. It's it's, it's great to see. Yeah, and they, I like it when the kids go down and they have the, the signs. Trade you know. trade a stick for whatever. Yeah, you know, I drove eight thousand miles yeah. to get here. You know, nah, to watch Laddie Schmid play. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> to watch Laddie Schmid. Uh, <laughs> Probably, uh, probably clear the puck of the uh, of the of the glass. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, Edmonton, Toronto, Snipes, kids, Toronto question marks. Uh, Shovelhead. Uh, lots. Of, I love names like that. Shovelhead says, "Morning, boys. Would team chemistry be an issue if Kane arrived for one year? Someone would get bumped down the lineup. Not a chance. I think. Never ever. When you get a guy of that caliber, are you trying to win the Stanley you're Cup? Try- and that guy, if you're getting bumped down the lineup, you're still going to play a role." Yeah. No matter what it is, and you could maybe even if you're the 13th forward now you're, and you get bumped to the 14th forward, you still were a big piece of the puzzle to get the team to where it was. And don't forget, there's a lot of injuries. Yes. A lot of injuries during the year. So, another option here Kane could go to Pittsburgh and play on the legend line that comes from Rockford. Whew. Yeah. Um, a lot of legends there. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Tough time. I mean, we're that we're just spitballing yeah, things spit here for sure. right now, but eh, I got two favorites. Let's let me dream. Yeah, Edmonton number one, obviously, but wouldn't you? But again, you're saying like you get uh, you're getting DK on the PJ, Duncan Keith on the private jet down to wherever. Yeah, and saying let's uh, have a little chat. Yeah, Laddie it's lives. Just it's just Laddie's in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know. I'll 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 drive him around. <laughs> I can be his driver. In Russia, guy, guys have drivers. Like a chauffeur, like for like a chauffeur, yeah, twenty four seven. Like guys that go play in the KHL. 
Well, back in the day, I don't know how it is now, but I I remember that some of the Czech guys when they played in Moscow, yeah. they would have they would have a driver, mm-hmm. so you would call him whenever. And so you're going to be on. I, I, I was so we played World Championship uh, in Moscow. Uh, that was my, <laughs> after my first year in in the NHL, and my my friend he plays soccer in Moscow. Mm-hmm. But, so he had this driver and. And he talked about his driver. I don't know his name, whatever. It's like, I can call him whenever I want. And yeah. he has to drop everything and come get us. <laughs> so he would like drive us to the dinner. Then the dinner turned into, you know, <laughs> some other stuff. Yeah. 3 a.m. He calls him. And he's the driver right there. Is there. there. The driver is there. Then he had practice the next morning. And he's like, the driver was there again. I'm like, how does it work? For, like, does he have family? He's like, yeah, he does. But he knows this is his job. Uh, what about in the, in the bigger cities? Do guys have drivers? Like, I mean, here you don't like you know guys like, like where like well, say New York. If you're playing in New York, would you have? I it? don't know in the NHL. Yeah, like yeah, that's I, what I, I mean. NHL. I, I, I don't. I don't know. But uh, I, I remember Peter Nedved. The Peter Nedved had a, <laughs> in Czech. He had a kind of. He lost his driver's license. Like, there, there was an incident on the highway. <laughs> And he played for my home team, but I was still in the NHL. So I talked to the boys and it's like, how does it work? So he lived in Prague and it's yeah. like an hour away from my hometown. So he had a driver, again, full-time driver. So I think he had Bentley or some, <laughs> or maybe a Rolls Royce. And the driver was just driving him to the practice, from practice to Prague. It was hilarious. And that was Peter's car? That was Peter's car. Okay. He, just, he just hired, and he wasn't, I don't think it was that expensive either. <laughs> like, like for him, right? Like, yeah. like I think two, three grand a month, which is not that bad when you think that the guy has to like drop everything, and like just drive you. But, and you know, uh, he's kind of, would he be kind of not, not a bodyguard, but you know what I mean? Like a guy that's sort of, you know, I, I, maybe you never know. I, you, could, I, you never know. Yeah. You run into a little trouble, and he, there's like he's driver. there. Like, he's right uh, there. <laughs> so this could be your new job, Patrick Kane. So I'm the bodyguard now too. Well, but yeah, bodyguard chauffeur. Yeah, for Patrick Kane. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna get my gun, gun license. And <laughs> 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 oh man! I'm gonna call Kevin Costner and I'll yeah, you are the bodyguard. My wife never saw the movie Bo- until like three years ago. Like two really? years ago, I was like, you never seen Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner? <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Uh, when we come back at the top of the hour, we'll check in with Kevin Kurz from The Athletic, uh, who will be uh, uh, covering tonight's game in Philadelphia. Before that, uh, it's time to uh, check in with the Duke uh, for a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Cattail Crossing. Enjoy half-price golf Monday to Thursday. Man, that course is staying open late. Might have to get in a quick... Today, That's nice, I know. Um, elevate your game without emptying your wallet. Book your tea time today. Cattailcrossing.ca. Here is the Duke.